Welcome back to Book Talks Podcast. This is Kayla. And Marissa. And welcome to our last episode of season three and last episode of 2021. Woo-hoo. It is New Year's Eve and we are releasing it today. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like a little last minute recording and editing. I do want to record earlier for season four. <laughs> yeah, we've been kind of procrastinating on these last few. We need to find a happy medium. For season two, we recorded like two weeks out. And then for the season we recorded week of, maybe a week before for next year. During season two, I never knew what our book of the week was because we were recording so far in advance. And you would like post a picture on Instagram. And I was like, when did we even read that? <laughs> I'm thankful I had like an Instagram plan then. Like it was fine. Um, it is easier to post about the like when I'm currently reading the book because it's more on my mind mm-hmm. but I don't plan ahead photos anymore so I don't have to have any like cooler photos like we usually do for season two mm. also we have a lot of fantasy fantasy fo- fantasy books are so much easier to take cool photos of like if I was acting out this book like it would just be me in a red sweater <laughs> <laughs> you could um you could do your little facing each other though because they're identical twins true your should we edit our photos together like this <laughs> We should. Wait. <laughs> okay, I have an idea for later. <laughs> okay. 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 Great. We actually never saw a book we're reading. So this week we read The Holiday Swap by Maggie Knox, which was the book of the month pick for December. And this is a dual writer. So it's two two people as one uh name. Yeah. Name. Which is really cool. And um we were saying uh we don't know how they do it. Yeah, I think if we wrote a book together, we wouldn't be friends ever again. <laughs> oh, no, we would not be friends. Um, yeah, no, because like artistically, right, I want control over what I'm doing. And you would write something and I would be like, let me just edit it a little for you, Kayla. And I would change the whole thing. Like when you send me emails and I rewrite them and I'm like, here, this is better. <laughs> also, we have like different objectives of how we want things to end. <laughs> yes, I want everyone to die. Uh, Marissa whenever I asked her if she liked this book because I I always feel like I'm making you read rom-coms even though I know it's not the case but like I know this is my particular genre and you're like you you must love this book because I had like a the last 10 a year later and I would want that you'd be like no (laughs) just cut it off when they don't know if Cass is alive after she hits her head in the woods that's where the book just ends the end okay yeah again spoiler warning we are ruining everything so do not listen if you haven't read this book yet but I really like this book as a holiday book I did too it felt just like a Hallmark movie like I could see it in my head again with these small towns like all these Christmas books or holiday books take place in these super cute small towns where everyone knows everyone like I want it but I don't oh I I want it 100% you want it I constantly Google like small town USAs. Like <laughs> I always Google towns like Stars Hollow and they always give me towns that look like Star- Stars Hollow. I'm like, no, I want the carnivals. Like I want the vibes. I don't yeah. want just a town that looks like a Connecticut town. Um, that is my dream. One day is to live in a small town like this and I know everybody and I own a bookstore and I run the local book club. And yeah, this is what I want in my life. I don't know why I live in New York City. <laughs> the complete opposite. Uh, but a little bit different. Do towns like this exist? Or is this just like a fictional thing? 
I don't know. I've never been to a town like that because even like a small, small town that um, my cousin and aunt lived in, in Illinois, rural Illinois, um, where my cousin, her name's Sam, she knew pretty much everyone at the high school, but there were still a lot of people in that high school and there were still people in the town they didn't know. And that was considered like a small, small rural Illinois town. And so I'm thinking, does it get smaller than that? Um, I just read the Moose Spring series and it's like the small town Alaska. And I'm like, I just want to move there, but I hate the cold. <laughs> oh, I want to move to Alaska 100%. But I'm on a surge. I'm going one day when I have more time. There is a list, I think. I don't know who does it, but it's like the best small towns in America. I'm going to go to all of them and find where I want to live. Nice. You can join me. See which vibe fits you best. Although I don't think we travel. I think we travel differently. I think we do too. I don't know if we travel well together. (laughs) Um. Yeah, no, see, like, I don't have any desire to be on the town council. I don't, like, like, I like the idea of a small town, but also then you have to talk to people and be a part of it. And that feels like a lot of work. I do feel like I have more social anxiety now with COVID than I ever did. And Mm -hmm. I feel like if I knew everybody, I wouldn't be as anxious than talking to strangers. That's true. That's true. But then there's also the social obligation because they're like, we know you're in there. We know you didn't leave. The lights are on. But I think I need that. If I like am a homebody (laughs) and have left my house in a week, I might need someone to be like, Kayla, you need to leave the house. That's true. That's true. I just don't like um, all these books have a town gossip like this one with Sharon and uh, which it ended up being kind of cute that Sharon just like wanted to fit in and be part of the town. It's like, okay. Um, But like, I don't know if I could deal with all the rumors and the gossip because like if one rumors, okay, okay. For example, this is jumping into the book. When she live streamed her breakup with Brett, I think I would have lost my mind. Like I would have packed my bags and left the town forever. I couldn't show face after that. I love how she just didn't care. It'll be fine. It'll blow over. I was convinced Sharon was working with that other bakery and trying to steal steal that recipe for it. Like I was convinced. I was like, do not give her the recipe. I was not. I thought the whole biscuits was a facade. Um, I did too. She was asking for a piece of their starter from like day one, and I was like, don't give it to her. Do not give it to her. She's gonna give it to the other people. They're gonna steal your secret recipe. And then that ended up just like, it was actually about the dog biscuits. (laughs) I don't even think it was like a secret recipe. I actually don't really know much about the starter, but it it sounds like it could be pretty universal. Like they took a piece of her starter, which just sounded like they just had to feed it and it was like a a while to grow. Mm -hmm. But um, I don't really know what makes their sourdough special anyway. The points where I had to put the book down because I got frustrated was the parts where Brett would just not listen to Cass at all or Charlie. Yeah. He infuriated me because he just wasn't listening. And also Austin would just make me really angry as well. He was like irrationally just like mean. Like it wasn't yeah. even like he was like secretly mean and had a secret like like he secretly liked like her in the end. Like, no, he was just mean. He was mean. Yeah, no, I was I don't know if you saw my TikTok, but like I said, I, I would have liked it if it was a uh, enemies to lovers with Austin Nash. But like you said, it would have had to have been him being like secretly in love with her and like it's teasing and all this stuff. No, he was just mean and condescending and 
yeah. Oof, I didn't like Austin Nash. When he started stealing like a recipe. Uh, also, when she got like a concussion, he was just like taunting her. I was like, this, she's literally seriously damaged. And you're yeah. over here thinking it's a joke. Well, it bothered me when she went into the doctor. She couldn't smell her taste. Mm-hmm. I was like, like, what if this is permanent? I was like, you have COVID. <laughs> I was like, what if this is permanent? A, like, you should probably tell your doctor, like, just ask your friend to leave the damn room and tell the doctor. And then B, when she was like, he's like, you need to rest. And she's like, I'm just going to drive two hours and work an eight hour day. It's fine. I know that's the thing. So she couldn't smell or taste. So she didn't want to risk her spot in Hollywood. So instead she goes to her family bakery and risks ruining the recipes there. I was like, I girl, she just knew it enough or she couldn't mess up the recipe. But still, just take a nap. You have a concussion. <laughs> you need rest not to be on your feet all day baking. She worked probably more than she would have in Hollywood. Uh, yeah, she was getting up at the crack of dawn. I was like, oh, that's so Kayla. <laughs> I did like about seven today to finish reading my book. Yeah. Gotta gotta get those. What you made it to 89 books? Yeah. I was gonna try to make 90, but I just don't think it's possible. I am like 20% into an audiobook, but I just don't think I'm able to finish. It's like I have like nine hours left. Just not gonna happen. I'm in the same position where I'm at 54. And I have an audiobook that I'm like 20% of the way into, but there's no time to listen to it here. <laughs> I'm accepting it's on an odd number. I just hate odd numbers. It's not even about like getting to 90. It's more like I hate ending on odd numbers. But I think last year I ended at 69 as well, which is the worst <laughs> number to end on. So we're doing, eight, we're doing 89. Next year I'm making my goal 100. So I really want to hit 100. I hit my goal. My goal is 75. So uh, my original goal was 30. So. <laughs> Okay, so I saw on your TikTok you like Cass better. I do. I loved Cass. Um, well, I liked Cass. It, yeah, I liked Cass better, and I liked Cass's story better. Um, the thing was, I liked the firefighter better, Jake. Um, I wasn't a huge Miguel fan. Um, he's fine, but also I didn't love how he like didn't believe her every time she's like no I don't have a concussion I'm fine and he's like no you need to rest I know what's best for you I'm a doctor and I was just like uh... you have to be fair he probably thought she had like concussion symptoms <laughs> or she... <laughs> you've forgotten that you had a concussion that's how bad your concussion is <laughs> he's like she's having an identity crisis like she forgot who she is <laughs> she, she thinks her name's what she was pretending to be Charlie so I guess she thinking her name was Cass that was the only thing that was like a little hard to follow sometimes because within the same sentence it would be like Cass blah 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 said Charlie or like whatever and it was like wait a second who are we talking about here (laughs) I'm really glad that I said the first page of each chapter like who was talking because I could not I would not be able to pick it up I do think it messed the flow of the book I feel like I had to take breaks after each person um just because the chapters were a little longer and yeah. it didn't, it was different. It was different plot. It was like different plots, different places. Like it was not this, they had different goals, different objectives. So I, it, it didn't flow, but it did not flow. Yeah. See, for me, I feel like I was reading the book to get to Cass's perspective. So like whenever I would get to a Charlie chapter, which is every other chapter, I was kind of like, ah, oh, Charlie. And the only redeeming thing about her chapters for me was Jake because 
everyone wants a hot firefighter. <laughs> I really liked Jake. I wish Jake and Cass could have been a thing. Um, but no, they, Charlie and Jake were fine. But yeah, like, so for me, I was like trying to kind of rush through Charlie's chapters just to get to Cass's only because I thought the Hollywood thing was fun to read about. Like, oh, she's on set and she has to wear these stupid 50s outfits and heels and like Jason or Jason. Austin Nash gets to just like wear a apron and be mean to her and everyone loves him and it's like that's what I want to read about I was kind of the opposite where I love reading about the small town okay <laughs> I love reading more about the shop than I do about the Hollywood parts I feel like I rush through Cass's chapters to get to Charlie interesting I do think I'm I don't know if I'm more like Charlie I don't really tell a difference between the two of them just their lifestyles yeah. So when it started out, I was like, oh, Kayla's Charlie and I'm Cass because they described Charlie's room as like super minimalistic, put together. The bed was made, all this stuff. And Cass's room was like a mess. Everything was out of order. It's like, oh, OK, so I'm Cass and she's Charlie. <laughs> I did feel like that. And but yeah, I did like the small town vibes. I'm glad that Charlie stayed small town. I'm glad she still like kept with her career, but like stayed small town. And I, yeah, I love Jake and her. Like, yeah. I like the firefighter. I, so, I know how you said that TikTok hates, like, surprise pregnancies. Mm-hmm. Is this considered a surprise pregnancy? Probably, but since it's, like, at the end of a rom-com standalone, it's probably okay and acceptable. <laughs> Is this TikTok approved? <laughs> <laughs> I think they just don't like how, like, Feyre got pregnant and Bella Swan got pregnant and it was, like, a big storyline. This is probably TikTok acceptable. I, but I feel like those were need. I feel like Bella getting pregnant was, like, the whole plot of that book. <laughs> My sister and I have been watching all the Twilight movies. <laughs> so we just got through. We're, we have 40 minutes left in Breaking Dawn Part 2. So they've had the kid at this point. Um, and it is. It's a big part of the book. It's literally the whole part of the last book. And I don't really feel like Fair has affected the plot that much. No, because she got pregnant during Nesta's book. So it's like it wasn't even about Feyre. Like it was just what was going on in her life but in Nesta's book yeah so TikTok mean you don't agree ever (laughs) (laughs) ever (laughs) this is why I'm not on it but I was really happy with the last like year later Cass and Miguel get married and um they're pregnant and they have a house I was confused Charlie and Jake get married or just no I don't think they're married. I think they're just living together. They have a house and now they're pregnant. Did think it was really funny how Jake was like, who told you? When she was telling him she was pregnant, she was probably like, I told me. What are you talking about? It's me. (laughs) I'm telling you. No, who told you? I thought that was so funny. Why am I forgetting what happened in this book? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, so I think the point was like they were both figuring out who they were going to be. So like Cass needed to become more assertive and being on the set of the, the Hollywood show made her like more assertive and be able to tell people off, which was good and like take control. And then Charlie needed to figure out what she wanted for her life, which I was like sad that she was leaving behind her like big girl job. You know, she, she went off and had a big girl job, but like, I I like that she made it work. 
obviously, and that she's going to stay on camera and all that stuff. But it did kind of make me sad for Charlie just because I feel like she was becoming someone. And then she she's coming back to the small town now and like gave up on her dreams almost, which she didn't, but it was still just like kind of sad to me. Yeah. I feel like she almost reevaluated her dreams. Mm-hmm. Cause I think yeah. even Cass noticed that like Charlie wasn't baking anymore, really. Yeah. She was just kind of like a figurehead on the show. Um, I do think it was really messed up that she didn't get this part that she got a concussion for pretty much. And like this whole situation happened and she didn't have it to begin with. Like she could have taken that time off. Mm-hmm. Um, I did think it was funny that like, I'm happy that they both stood up for each other. Cause I don't think they would have been able to, like, I don't think Cass would have ever set up to Brett really yeah. in the capacity that Charlie did. <laughs> I still love that. <laughs> um, and I don't think Charlie would have stood up to her boss the way the cast did. Cause like they both had that like fear behind them and they need to like step out to get a perspective so I did like that was needed I love the twin aspect I always love twin aspects I love that they're Gemini twins that's like yeah I do love that I like how they both have the tattoo and stuff too they got that tattoo I do think it's funny whenever they whenever they hurt their head they both got like headaches I was like I I don't think it does I don't know if it does or not, because I have heard stories like that where one knows when the other's hurt or something, but I'm like, how could you, how could you know? My best friends are triplets and they don't know, but I think, I don't know if it's different with twins. And I I think Gemini twins are different because they're like, the Gemini sign is twins. Mm. So I don't really know. That was, I I liked that they were Gemini twins. I thought it was interesting how separate their lives were because from what all the like twins that I've known, actually, I've mostly known triplets, which is weird, but they're usually like very together all the time. Like their lives are just, they never really go far. And I think, I think I even read that somewhere that it can be hard to date a twin um, because they're always like kind of they already have their other person. It's their twin. Um, and so like, even though you're dating them, they still want to be with their twin a lot. Um, I always think about the property brothers because their whole lives are together. But um, so I just thought it was cool that like Charlie and Cass were twins, but they still had completely separate lives. They were, they were different enough. <laughs> I think they got closer. I think they lost touch. I think Cass low-key resented Charlie for a while like for leaving her family and like leaving her with the burden it wasn't like a burden but like essentially it was a burden of the bakery on just Cass's shoulders Mm -hmm. because her parents were like getting up there and like no one was there to take care of it with them so I think that really drove a wedge that was like an unsaid wedge between the two of them so I think they 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 resolved their issues also like I like how she dropped everything to go help Charlie like in a heartbeat yeah I thought it was silly that they were like, we're too old to do switcheroos. I'm like, no, you're not. Please keep doing switcheroos your whole life. That makes things interesting. But I was very worried about like Charlie the whole time. Cause I'm like, you literally have a concussion, like the whole driving with a concussion. I feel like you can't do yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. She didn't take her concussion very seriously. At all. <laughs> At all. But I do want to live in a town like hers. Um, I love the old lady, like Jack's grandma. Faye. Jack. Jake. Jake. <laughs> I called I called um one of them Jason earlier. So we're just killing it on the names here. I feel like Austin Nash is like a Disney Channel like name. 
Yeah, I do too. I, I still wish Austin had been like secretly a good guy and him and Cass had fallen for each other. But because the thing about Miguel was I kind of pictured him as like five, eight, (laughs) not super tall, kind of short cropped hair. I mean, I think he was described as attractive, but I just didn't see him as attractive. And so I just didn't love him and Cass together. Whatever, he wasn't even um, a doctor. He didn't believe that she could, like didn't know how to surf. And he's like, did you forget how to surf? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. She's like, no. <laughs> um, no. I'm looking at this photo of like the two of them. And why is Jake a uh, ginger? Yeah. Like Prince Harry vibes. I didn't notice that. Hmm. I actually didn't even notice the guys were on the front cover. (laughs) Like in this photo, like Miguel looks hotter. (laughs) Yeah, he does. But I didn't picture him as hotter. I think we can recreate recreate this cover. We're going to have to. (laughs) Like put the book in the middle and we'll go like this. And then you'll go on the other side. We'll go this. And then we'll all together. No, we'll do a mom. Let's do the not on here. Like, are you gonna take a screenshot? <laughs> no, we'll take photos and I'll edit it when after I finish editing the episode. Why am I blanking on what have we read? I feel like I think that's the issue with romance books. And I feel yeah. like that's why we don't we struggle doing this on the podcast is because they're just there's not that much to it unless we're bashing it. <laughs> and that's the thing, we both liked this one, so we're not bashing it. No, yeah, I really did enjoy this book. I thought it was a pretty quick read and I liked it a lot. Like, I, I'm a big fan of it. I have nothing to say bad about it. It was just a cute read. It was and- a cute read. <laughs> okay, do you like this book better or worse than The 12 Days of Christmas? Oh, I liked this way better. Me too. Um, they're yeah. pretty older too. Like, they're both, like, I think, 20, 26, 27. Yeah, I don't know how old they were, but I just liked that, I don't know, it was like figuring out who you're going to be, um, which I always like reading about those sorts of books, like when women our age are like figuring out who they're going to be, because it like reminds you that, okay, you don't have to have it all figured out right now, like everyone's still trying to figure it out. Oh, there's a discussion guide at the back. Oh, yeah. I also feel like it helped, I don't know, it also showed that like your original goals can change like you don't have to stick to that original game plan you had since day one like you can make new goals and new objectives and change and that good relationships can be built on a foundation of lies (laughs) (laughs) I was like these boys are never going to forgive them and those boys gave in so easily I was like there was not even a fight here nope Miguel literally didn't he like kissed her back and she's like I'm still gonna walk away and I'm like he literally kissed you back you you don't have to leave him (laughs) did you immediately want to buy him bake at home no I did not have a desire to bake after this you know what that is my one critique of this book is that every freaking character knew how to cook Jake the firefighter Miguel the physician's assistant they all knew and even Sharon the dog biscuit baking lady had like a solid foundation of cooking and I I was like how I can warm things up in the microwave that's it (laughs) yeah um yeah I didn't I didn't have this irrational desire to bake anything I actually just wanted to go to a bakery and buy yeah support your local bakery (laughs) I um actually just bought a cake yesterday because 
me and Gunning's had a Harry Potter marathon. We watched four of the movies, which actually is a lot of work watching four movies in one day. Like my body hurt afterwards, (laughs) Um, but I got Dolce de Leche cake and it was so good. But I did go to the bakery and buy a cake. I did not bake it myself. Um, I don't have a desire to bake anything. So did not inspire me. This book actually didn't inspire inspire me to do anything. I'm going to be honest. No. Except potentially move to a small town. Like the X talk really inspired me to get better at podcast life, but uh-huh. that's about it. Like, but yeah, this does make you just want to move to a small town. Yeah. Which I think is a question. If you have the opportunity to live in a town like Starlight Peak, would you? And why and why not? I, I we already talked about that. I would in heartbeat. Mm-hmm. If any of you know a small town like this, let me know, please. I beg you. <laughs> If you could switch lives with your siblings or a friend for 12 days, would you and why or why not? Mm, no. <laughs> I wouldn't either. <laughs> My life is way better than theirs. <laughs> I, would, I would go on a TV show. If I had the opportunity to switch to go on a TV show, I would, but... Oh, yeah. If I had to switch to wake up at the crack of dawn and work in bakery, I think I would it. <laughs> no, no. Um, I mean, and two, it's like back in your small town and like doing your family's recipes, running a bakery sounds like a lot of work. I would rather just stay on the set, even if I had a concussion and couldn't taste anything. She wasn't baking anything anyway. <laughs> I could switch to where I'm dating a firefighter with a dog. Mm. I would. If I just switched to the point where I have a cat, I would. That'd be kind of cool. Jake was a super redeeming quality in this book. Jake Jake was good. He I bought like her Jake. a puppy for Christmas. I know. He was so nice. And like, it, it is kind of crazy, though, that he could fall for Charlie, but not for Cass. Because they're twins. I think he just knew. Like, their personalities were different. Yeah. It was like, uh, it it reminds me of the thing where you can just tell when someone's more confident or not. Like, okay, mm. so it actually reminded me in uh, Half-Blood Prince mm. when Harry fakes gives uh, Ron the potion of yep. luck and he has mm-hmm. like confidence about him and he's like whole demeanor changes and he's like such a badass Quidditch, Quidditch player and it's literally on his head. And it reminded oh. me that like, confidence is everything. Yeah. And yeah, so I think Charlie just has more confidence than Cass. And yep. that was like what I think Jake was attracted to. Mm. <laughs> I just see Jake and Charlie as like a super attractive couple. Like they could just have their own Hollywood thing, like keeping up with the firefighters. And like, yeah. I am curious of what the other show is now because the original idea after the live stream was like to have a basically like friends slash baking but like Uh I don't know if I would really want like Jake and Miguel to be in it no um I would like appearances from Jake shirtless I mean I would like appearances from Jake (laughs) we've been watching so we've been watching Twilight and every time Jacob takes his shirt off I'll be like Jacob put your shirt on no Jacob don't put your shirt on (laughs) one redeeming quality of Twilight but no I don't like the idea of a live stream baking show in general. I personally don't get any enjoyment out of watching people bake things. No, I don't watch them. I, I know a lot of people do watch like that whole Great American Bake Show or whatever. I don't really get enjoyment out of it. It really just stresses me out. I do occasionally watch Hell's Kitchen 
or no, MasterChef. But that's really more just so I can watch Gordon Ramsay like talk crap about what people baked, <laughs> what they put their heart and soul into. <laughs> I love the videos where Gordon's like yelling at people like really rough and then he's like talking really sweet to kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, no. You want to cry? It's okay. And then he's like, you are so stupid. <laughs> every other word is like bleeped out um I feel like we talked about all these questions in some way or another what about if you could host your own baking show what would the name of it be and the premise how not to starve (laughs) reheating pizza 101 (laughs) or 10 different ways to make pizza rolls (laughs) I really have limited my pizza intake living with Jen now, and I don't live off pizza anymore. Yeah. Whenever I've been there, you've always been cooking something healthy for dinner. She makes me cook. She's changed me. My new roommate has changed me. (laughs) Yeah, no, I, that's the thing. So like, since I've been here, I've been trying to make breakfast and lunch just normally. And I realized that I literally just warm everything up in the microwave because I made dinner one night and my sister's like oh this is so good how'd you make these potatoes and I was like I bought a bag from Target that was frozen and I threw it in the microwave (laughs) so I don't cook I don't bake I microwave I do bake sometimes but I make more like a muffins for the week um and they're like boxed muffins from like Trader Joe's where you just like add some eggs. Um, I never yeah. make anything from scratch, but I do make breakfast every day, but I had the same breakfast every day for the past three years. So I don't know if that counts. <laughs> we should talk about your resolution because this is our end of your podcast is a to stretch more. I just feel like I'm, we're working a lot. I'm going to stretch more, read a hundred books and to have more at home meals. At home meals. Nice. 75 books. <laughs> Since I did 54 this year, 75. Finish writing a book. <laughs> Stop deleting every word in my book and starting over. <laughs> my book right now, as it is, is nothing like what I even started out as. Like, I don't even recognize it. I, I still have an aspiration to write a book. And I still have the idea in my head. Mm-hmm. And it still shapes itself often, but I think this year I really want to get more into YouTube and like create an, a, a platform there with book mm-hmm. reviewing. And I think the year after I want to make my book go less and get more into writing. Yeah, no, I, I, my goals this year, are like more just about, I don't know, like, yeah, stretching's a good one. Oh, sticking to a routine. That's why I stayed up late last night planning out like morning and night routines. And like, I want to stick to an actual routine because I feel like my life is so like work is so routine, but, but yet my life, the way I like go about my life is not routine. So just get more organized. Cause I need to like set time aside where it's like just book time, just work time. Yeah. Lunch but, breaks. You could take a lunch break for reading. Yeah. And I want to be off my phone more. Yeah, that's my my New Year's New Year objectives. Um, I do think we'll be working from home again. So, yeah, especially now. Although there were some people saying that Omnicrom is going to burn out fast because it's like spreading so fast that like everyone's just going to get it and then it's going to be done. But anyway, so why do you write this book? 
4.6. Okay. I give it about, yeah, 4.6, 4.7. It was good. It was I there. liked it. Yeah, I really liked it a lot. Um, it was a good rom-com to end the year with. And yeah, I'm excited for next year. Thank you for everyone listening to our podcast this season. We had a lot of fun. Um, if you have any book recommendations for next season, let us know. We're still working, finalizing our timeline. Um, but we we definitely have some some new releases in there, like Crescent City Book Two and the next book in the From Blood and Ash series and the next Emily Henry book. So we have some really good ones coming up, but we're always eager for more input. Um, thanks for listening. This is Kayla. And Marissa. Have a good day. And make sure to follow us at Book Talks Podcast on Instagram and TikTok.